Hey everybody, it's Joel Madden and this is Artist Friendly from Alternative Press. On today's episode, I'm talking to Carly Hansen. What's up, Carly? Hello. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Um, so I guess I want to, I guess we can start by talking about your shows because you have shows coming up. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's you, dive into it. You have three shows coming up? Yes. I, we're going to do some around California. So I think I'm going to do Hotel Cafe and, um, go to the House of Blues in Anaheim and then yeah. do a festival in San Diego. Sick. So before the there's a tour event, eventually you get to a tour. What next year? Yeah, yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I haven't I haven't played like a line of shows in so long because of the pandemic, obviously. Pre pandemic. Yeah, I like oh, wow. my last tour was in 2019 with uh, Lauv. I oh, opened cool. for him, and then the pandemic hit, and then I just did like one one off show at the Moroccan Lounge. And I, I, no, I did a hometown show too. I went back home to Wisconsin and did one show there after the pandemic. But since then, it's just been writing a lot. Did you go home to Wisconsin during the pandemic? Yeah, a okay. bunch, a bunch. I like did not want to be here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's tough out here, especially during the pandemic. I wanted to like be with my family. And as much as it was like scary traveling and shit, I just, yeah. I wanted to go be with them. Yeah, it's a little like weird in the city sometimes with those, at yeah. least during COVID it, when it was really shut down, it felt more apocalyptic, I think, here yeah. than maybe in other places. For sure. For sure. Um, is this fine? Like in front of my face? Like you this? could like move it if you want. I kind of did that. Sorry. I, I, yeah. Is this, is this better? However you want. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I like to see you, but. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. But I think the, I think every, these are all good. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, okay, so to me, and one, one of the reasons I was excited to talk to you, I feel like you're one of the coolest, and not to say you're, you're, you're young or new, because mm -hmm. I know you've been doing it, but like, I think to a certain audience, you might be new, right? Mm -hmm, for sure. And definitely, I feel like of this like new generation of artists, mm -hmm. I feel like you're one of the coolest. Well, thank you. I thank just you do. So much. You're just, you're just, you just, you, 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 it feels to me from the outside and getting a kind of like to see some of the inside of, of, of how you work and how mm -hmm. you operate. Um, it feels like you're, you're really, Op operating on your own wavelength yeah i mean i try but thank you so but much but that's what it looks like and feels like to someone Sweet. who Fuck yeah. i feel like sometimes i get jaded yeah certainly being kind of a music fan and in music myself for um 26 years or whatever i'm not jaded but i'm a harder sell maybe sometimes mm -hmm. when we I feel like today we live in like a, this culture of like of like positioning yourself a certain way and mm -hmm. jumping on this and doing that yep. like there's waves of things and they and and nowadays the waves are really fast mm -hmm. so like any given month there's a, a a wave of something happening on TikTok or there's a wave of something happening I'm not against any of it for sure for sure and I'm not either I I think like it's all you know you can just use it to your advantage for sure um things like tiktok and and social media but yeah i i think lately i've really come into like a good space of just like being surrounded by the right people and also just like getting older i feel like my taste has changed and like you kind of just figure yourself out a little bit better as you get older if if you're lucky um and yeah i don't know i feel like really I've always tried to like stay very true to myself, but like in the beginning, cause I came out here so young, like fresh out of high school. And like, all I knew was Wisconsin and my hometown and like my family and friends. So I just kind of like let certain people tell me how to navigate things. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of tough, but still even like when people would, you know, push their opinions on me, I think I've still stayed pretty, you know, center with myself. True to you. Exactly. Okay, so 
and that's probably what what I get is it when I say like I see people operating and I see them jumping on things. Everyone has to do what they ha- what they feel like they have to do, right? And I, and I also think that artists these days are really like pressured mm-hmm. to like look at those things and keep up with those things, which I totally get. Um, we all have ha- we we all have like I think um, our own version of that somehow. Mm-hmm. But I don't see you. It doesn't feel like that's as important to you as like just making the art you make, which is nice to see. Because I do think as a music fan, we want to believe that like someone's making something mm-hmm. versus they're, you know, they're making something to, to make it versus, or how do I put this? They're making something to sell, yep. which is a part of what we do. We have to sell yeah. things. I feel like I relate to artists who are making things and then they sell them after they make them mm-hmm. as opposed to looking at something that everyone's doing and kind of finding their version of it to, 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 to participate in that moment. Totally. Um, and so it's something refreshing about you that I feel like it's not a part of your model, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we're, if we're, cause the hard part about being an artist that's, per, that's doing this for a living is you are actually you do have to find a way to make a living doing it so you can continue to do it. Right. So you kind of like, at least for me, I've like felt this need that I need to play the game a little bit more. Get it. But um, because there are like certain pressures on you to like, I don't know, money shit and like. Yeah. Real um, life. Yeah. So of course, like that shit gets in the way. But yeah, I mean, it's good to hear that that like comes across to you that I've, I've. I've really tried to stay true to myself and like in writing rooms, like always just, you know, gone with what's real. Yeah. So. When did you come out here to LA? How, how old were you? And at what point in your career were you when you actually came out here and said, I'm going to stay out here? So I was 17, I think when I first came out here to do some writing sessions and I came out here with my mom, and I was still in high school, still working at McDonald's. Oh, wow. And So you worked at McDonald's? I worked at McDonald's. How was and it? It was, it was fine. I mean, I did like the drive-thru. You was, didn't like working the drive-thru? No, I, I, I liked it. It oh, was you fine. Did. I, I, worked, I worked in the drive-thru, and I did like the fries. So it was, oh, okay. like, it was pretty chill, you know. Um, but yeah, I saw some pretty like nasty shit. Yeah. You know, like people dropping burgers on the floor and then they throw, really? it, throw it back on them. Oh, so, uh, that doesn't make me feel good beware. as a patron. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I just ate McDonald's last night. Like, yeah, so, I eat McDonald's all the time. Yeah, so whatever. Um, we're human. So what, what meal do you get at McDonald's? I'm a McDouble chick. McDouble? Is Mc, that a double cheeseburger? McDouble. So here's the difference. A double cheeseburger has two slices of cheese. McDouble, only one. Is there a piece of bread between the two? No, or is no, it just two? no. That's two. That's a Big Mac. Now you're getting so a double cheeseburger has slice of cheese patty, slice of cheese patty. Correct. McDouble slice of cheese two burgers. Correct. We could just you could work you could work there. I'm getting. I'm a quick learner. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've yeah. raised my kids on McDonald's. I mean, that's the way to go. My I mean, wife like, is like, um, she's not anti McDonald's because she eats it too, but she's like concerned about their health. Yeah. Practices. I mean, I'm sure it's not the best, but it's... Uh, They're young. They play sports. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Fine. You know, soothes the soul. We all grew up on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, anywho, I was working at McDonald's, whatever. Came out here. Um, what does McDonald's pay? What did they pay, if you don't mind me asking? Oof, I can't even remember. I Minimum think, wage? Yeah, whatever that okay. was in um, 2016. Wow. Like, seven, was it eight bucks? No. 8.75? Probably. Yeah. 10? Nella? No, it was definitely like the eights. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Wow. Rough time. Was that your main only job? Yeah, that was my only only job before I began the music stuff. Wow. Yeah. I guess it would have been because if you came out here when you were 17, you were still working there. Mm-hmm. You probably got that job when you were 15 or 16. Mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, shout out McDonald's. Yeah. Gotta, I, I better get my own McDonald's meal one day. You know what? I think you will actually. I think we need to pull up on that. I do. I think I actually think that like you, you're 
your story is good for their for their brand. One hundred percent. So let's get it popping. Yeah. Donald's. Um, so anyways, yeah. So I came out here and yeah, that was when I that was my first insight into what was happening in, in LA in the music industry and mm -hmm. how to like write songs and do sessions and all that stuff. Um and then so I did a few sessions out here and then from meeting these producers, I met a songwriter who then introduced me to my first manager, Danny, Danny Russin, shout out Danny. And my mom had like met her and she was very, you know, she could trust her. And like, we kind of just like, I think I went back home to Wisconsin after the first trip and then like came back out here all on my own. And then I just like, I had graduated high school early online and I just came out here and stayed with my manager and just like lived on her couch and just started doing more sessions and I didn't have any money she was like helping pay for ubers and shit for me to get to sessions and yeah and that's like how it all began and then I started releasing music independently and then um my second single that I put out um only one like took off and did really well somehow and that's kind of how it all began Good music too, like like the second single takes off. Well, it's because it's good, and there's yes. something you know. Mm -hmm. I, I always think with with real artists, especially artists I'm a fan of, you tend to like connect to something in the way you said it or the, mm -hmm. your voice, the way you sing it. That like, it's it's interesting. The the um, the latest song, six oh eight. Six oh eight. Which is like, to me, honestly, it's the best thing that you've done yet. Thank you. It is, it's so good. Thank you. I, I agree. I think it is too. Next level. Like, it's one Thank of those you. ones, like, you don't even think about, like, like I don't even, like, worry about that song. That song is going to, like, live and, like, people are going to discover it. I hope, yeah. I I love that one so much. I, like... I don't even know. Well, I think during the pandemic, I did a lot of time. I had a lot of time where I was just like learning how to produce on my own. Yeah. And so going into that session with my two friends when we made that song, I had like a way better understanding of how I wanted things to sound and just like terms I knew how to say this time around, like mm -hmm. delay and reverb and all that shit. Like I really little things you don't think about, and then yeah. when you know when you know when you have the the vocabulary, because mm -hmm. you know what they are here. Yeah, yeah. But then when you actually can articulate what you need, mm -hmm. you just go to the next level, like little things that you really don't think about that. But For when sure. you say it, I think about it too, because I'm like, when did I learn what reverb was? Right, like you think you know it, but... Well, I, I always knew what reverb was, well, but right, I didn't know right, it was right. reverb. Right, exactly. And then you learn, and I think we like don't actually... It's the only reason why I think sometimes like those classes you can take and like, you know, mm -hmm. the music courses you can take. Mm -hmm. Most of it, I think, is bullshit. You're not going to learn what you can learn by doing what you did. Dive in and mm -hmm. just do it. Yeah, it's so important. Sleep on someone's couch. The best way to learn how to make it, exactly what you did. You come out and you just try to make it. Yeah. And then it's really hard for a really long time. And then you, it and starts then, to come together. Yeah, yeah. It's really crazy. It's really strange. Um, yeah, it's like hard going back to like my first time coming out here. Like I can't believe being in my mom's position, like how hard it was for her to just be like, okay, I'm going to hand my 17 year old off to like these new people and just like let her do her thing. But like, is she from Wisconsin too? Yep. Yeah. Like oh, her whole she's life? From, she's from Illinois. But like not in the music business. My mom? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so to her, I feel like when I got started, I was from Maryland, kind of similar, mm -hmm. small, small place. Yeah. Small town. Yeah. So not too different. I don't really know, but you know, I've been to Wisconsin and toured there, and I think I have a good idea of where you're from in Wisconsin, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I've driven across the whole state a million times on tour. Mm -hmm. It's very Maryland-ish in the rural parts. It feels like similar, you know, yeah, like yeah. you could say Milwaukee is, is similar to Baltimore. 
outside of the city is you know rural 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 yeah uh, rural. the rural jurors yeah 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 um <laughs> but um when i came to la as well i was probably 20 19 or 20 um didn't know anything about the music business only what i'd read mm -hmm. tried to learn as much as i could um and now my 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 parents weren't involved so uh, they were. They didn't have to worry. Uh, they they had other things to worry about at the time. But I think about like your mom, basically going like, "Okay, this is what you're going to do with your life. You're going to come out here and just like sleep on people's couches and work with like songwriters, and you don't know who's who and what's what. And like, it is a big leap of faith. It is. It is. But I. I don't know. She really believed in me from the beginning. And I, yeah, I just like can't imagine my child. I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, at some point you have to just like trust. Yep. And is she your number one? She's my number one one. I would not be sitting here. Well, obviously, I mean, she gave birth to me, but yeah. Um, she, yeah, she believed in me. Like she believed she, she took, she took a jump and she paid for shit and she, that's dope. She really did it. So shout out Jean. Gene showed up. Gene tatted on my head. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's really nice. She's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody needs that person. For sure. For sure. They do. It's really important, especially out here. Like it just gets, or in any situation, you just need somebody that. But LA can be a little bit of a, like a, a wild. Mm -hmm. It's very wild. It is, yeah. In its own weird way, it's not. It is. It, it's. It's not what everyone says it is. It's not. It's this other thing that you only discover by coming here when mm -hmm. you don't know anyone and you don't have anything mm -hmm. and you have you. You don't. It, it's a weird place like that, right? Like it feels like it takes it's years. So strange. It takes years to me to like to get your roots here. It really does take a few years to like. Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't even have like a core. I'd say now my fifth year living here. Wow. I have like two close friends maybe yeah. out here, which is, I don't know. I guess maybe that's just me personally. I find it harder to like, you know, say somebody's my true friend. But yeah, but yeah it's, you got to weave through all the I think it's, madness. I think that sounds like true. Yeah. That sounds like really like, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I've been here for... uh Probably like 19 or 20 years. That's a long time. Almost almost 20. My whole life. And it, the first half was just learning like what this place really is. Mm -hmm. But then I got, I actually built out a life here that like I feel like it's completely different than what everyone else thinks it is. I think that's the thing about LA is when you're not from LA, you hear about it mm -hmm. and you see on TV or whatever. Oh yeah. And then you come here and you think it's that. So the whole time you're looking for that or looking at that, you then you discover it's it's not that at all. You get beneath that like first layer and then you there is a life here for sure. Like I'm raising my kids here and yeah. they're like normal kids. That's good. Yeah. Pretty normal. I mean, yeah, know, to yeah. me to me anyways, <laughs> I think they're normal. Yeah. Um and I'm married and I've been married for a long time. Yeah. And which a lot, which it feels like the opposite of what the people tell you is possible here. Oh yeah, it's like you know, you, I yeah, I rarely meet people that are like settled down or in the music industry that are like settled down and you know doing the thing out here. I wonder if it's like, I wonder if it's not just LA. I wonder if like everyone labels everything. And we think it's something that it's not. That sounds like a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It probably is a song. Yeah. You, you can have that one. Okay, cool. I'll write it tonight. I'm not writing any songs anytime soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So when you grew up in Wisconsin your whole life. I did, yeah. You started playing music early. Uh, yeah, like I picked up the guitar and stuff when I was like pretty young, like eight maybe. And then when I discovered Justin Bieber on YouTube, that was when I knew. So you were an early, early Bieber oh, fan. Oh man, I was like, 
believer number one. That's you know? dope. I had like fan pages that I made for him on, really? on Twitter. Like Amazing. I was very crazy. And have you stayed on the whole ride? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I, he I is know. a nice guy. You should introduce us. He's a really nice guy. I, I bet. I mean, he's been through... He's been through a lot. He's been through... I mean, he, we all watched him grow up from like Everyone. age nine and above. Like, it's crazy. I think he's... he's To survive... That's how I always see. When I see like a, 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 a young star popping off and everything, the biggest in the world, mm -hmm. to me, it's just like, oh, that's going to hurt when, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel that way because I, I have from my own experience of like going through the, the, the side of music we all love is to make records and tour mm -hmm. and like live our dream because we all just dreamed of making, expressing ourselves, making something we, we hoped would last forever and I mean, you're in the process of doing it, right? Like 608 to me, classic. It took everything you did to that point to get there. And now you have that know-how and you, you made this like, to me, timeless, classic piece of music. You could have released it five years ago. You could release it this year. You could release it in five years. There's not a bad moment for that piece of music. And I'm sure the other songs you love, um, you said, uh, what are the other two that are coming? Uh, Illusion. 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 And then, uh, well, I mean, there's another one coming, but I don't know. You don't want to say it? Yeah. I don't want to say it. Totally. Uh, but yeah. I but mean, if there's anything like 608, it's a body that is like, it, it's to me, it's like ageless, timeless music. But you got to, you got to get there without the pressure of the entire world yeah judging every next yeah every little thing you were doing oh yeah i can't imagine i mean yeah it's i actually think you're coming into your like musical power at the perfect time in your life because you've gotten to live enough life that you 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 have a, a maturity that you understand certain things that like had you maybe have had the kind of success you wanted when you were 17 or 18 it might not have gone as well for you emotionally. I think you're exactly right. I think I think you're exactly right. Yeah. And I think if I if something did happen like when that's my second single blew up and I would it like if that was the moment and that's where I like played, you know, world tours and all that. Like I was not ready at all. I was I was 17. I was like a baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like even now I think I'm still a bit of a baby, but I definitely have matured just from like you know, living here and, and being on my own and everything. But yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, I'm excited for this music. It's very, it is very real and it's very, I don't know. It's just like, it's what really I, good. Thank you. That's why it, it, it's, I mean, obviously I'm a fan, but like the music to me was, I was telling Joey, it's, it's why I wanted to talk to you because it's so it's it's amazing to me that like when you look at everything you've done to this point it's 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 cool it's the one thing i like about the modern music it, it, the way that it's so easy to put music out is you actually get to see your entire growth mm -hmm. arc yeah. When you go on Spotify, you look yeah. at all your releases yeah. and you can listen to all of them and see your growth arc. It wasn't like that, you know, when we were when we were starting out when, you know, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, you didn't have the ability to kind of like see it all next to each other. Well, you had like CDs and CDs. Yeah. But you'd have to like get them all and like it, it, I mean, yeah. And you have to find the find the demos. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like essentially some of the music that you released to me are like are really great early demos in some in if you look if you put 608 next to it it feels like the it's the it's the it's it's the beginning of what is now becoming like this this i just think it's a musically it's it's stronger than most music when you because it's so easy to release music now mm -hmm. Anyone can release music mm -hmm. and then anything can, you know, any given moment happens on TikTok or online and a song becomes big. It doesn't mean it's a great recording. 
it doesn't mean it's actually a great song. Maybe there's a line in that song that's great, or there's a piece of that song that fits some content thing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that great music is like like sound a sound a piece of writing or recording is is like the biggest thing. Yeah. You're very right. I'm not mad at it. I think it's great. Like it gets an opportunity for an artist who maybe will do their best work after mm -hmm. that. Um, what happens though, if something gets big too early, uh, they get stuck in something that, that where they grow past it mm -hmm. and people actually just want to hear yeah, that Yeah, they early. just want to hear the, the, the same shit. Yeah, that's exactly what my manager uh, in the past would tell me. Um, so yeah, I think I'm in a really good, a good spot. You're in a great spot. Yeah, it's good stuff. I really like it. I really like it. I'm glad you like it. It means also, I have to say, it means a lot coming from you. Oh, thank you. You know, my older sister would always play your guys' records when I was like, well, I was like four, five. Maybe, That's cool. Five or six. But um, you know, my favorite is Emotionless. Emotionless. Yeah. That's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. We'd always play that shit when we were uh, going for drives when I was younger. Any reason why? Just that song stood out. Just love that song. That's Just a deep that cut. Song. That's a very personal. Um, that's interesting. Like that song was a lot of our fans' favorites, and it was like tough because it was sharing a very deeply personal moment, you know, in our life mm -hmm. uh, that ended up becoming something that was like a thing about us, even though we didn't want it to be a thing about us, mm -hmm. it became a thing about us, you know, like mm -hmm. the, 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 the thing I think a lot of people related to with, we had a very complicated, uh, painful, uh, relationship with our father mm -hmm. and it wasn't an easy thing to talk about ever. It still isn't easy to talk about. Yeah. It was easier to write about, but yeah. then you have to, when you write about it, then you yeah. have to talk about it. Yep. So everyone yep. wants to know like, yeah, is it true? Right. You're like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it, but it is true. But but yeah, I mean, it's so. I mean, that's why I'm sure it's a lot of fans' favorite favorite song because it's so honest. It's the same thing I'm trying to do right now with my music. Is just like pull from the places that aren't the easiest to most comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, is it easier for you to write about it than talk about it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I like. I could never. Yeah. So sorry to put that on you right now. No, I don't <laughs> mind. You know what? At this stage of my life, I've found that I I can share pretty easily. Um, I did a lot of therapy. And I think that like I got into a really kind of therapeutic mindset. So I'm always every every uncomfortable spot in my life is an opportunity to like analyze why is it so uncomfortable for mm -hmm. me to like talk about that. Because the truth of the matter is I feel like we all are having the human experience. So we all have a real, we have or don't have a relationship with our father, a relationship with our mother, a relationship with love, a relationship with ourself. There's the relationship with me. There's the relationship with we, and there's a relationship with uh, the, like the world, how we see the world, and then why, how does all of them connect? How does my relationship with me affect my relationship with we? Or how does that affect, they all are intertwined. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I've become obsessed with like getting to the truth of the matter. And like, so I never mind talking about it. And I'll share what I can and, and sometimes, and sometimes I won't feel comfortable to share everything. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like, um, our childhood and, you know, our experience with our family or in life somewhere caused us to feel the need to, as artists, to feel the need to make art because an art is kind of therapeutic. Mm -hmm. So it's like this healing process or this process we're trying to like get something out. Mm -hmm. And I'm always interested in what, what was your, like, were you just, you had this like, and by the way, like a nice childhood and a nice growing up in a nice way is it can actually 
produce really great artists. Like there is something about good self-esteem and like support, like you had support from your mom Mm -hmm. and like, therefore you had the confidence to, to create art. Mm -hmm. And then some people they have, maybe they don't have that, but they had some other thing that triggered them to make art. Mm -hmm. I actually think that everyone is creative. It either just gets killed or, or stifled. Mm -hmm. And I think that every single human has something creative about them. They have to explore it and find it. For some sure. people may I paint. Agree. Some people may do music. Some people may do more than may do both. Yeah. Some people may write poetry. Some people may have an, a knack for like design, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean. Like oh, everyone's yeah. got creativity. Oh yeah, for sure. I I don't even know why. Like I don't even know why I started. I think. A huge thing in the beginning when I would like start writing in my notebook and stuff was I hated school. I hated school. I hated learning. I I don't know if I have like undiagnosed ADHD or I just like couldn't probably pay it, probably. But I would just I would just resented going to school and I would just spend, you know, a lot of my time writing in my notebooks during class and then I'm I'm sure, you know, like that started some sort of like lyrical thing yeah and then um yeah I don't know it just kind of like kept going and I would always just be writing constantly in a diary journal 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 um and do you still have all of your journals back home yeah somewhere that's Um, dope but I would like never I'd be so I wonder like what I was saying in like seventh grade and like you never have to share them (laughs) but it's like going back and reading them would probably be really really cool yeah yeah, I should definitely do that sometime. Um, but yeah, I still have them, so can't let those go. Did um, you like have a ton of friends in school? I had a few. I was like, yeah, I had like two, three like close friends, and then like I got along with everyone. I wasn't like bullied or anything like that. Right. I, like you know. Um, but once I got to high school, it became like very clicky, and I think I really, and I went to a school where I felt very out of place. Because a lot of the kids had like very rich parents, Mm -hmm. the parents owned businesses, all the kids played sports and Mm -hmm. had straight A's and all that shit. And I just didn't, I wasn't like that at all. And so I think that was a huge, a huge turning point in feeling like I'm a bit, you know, different than Mm -hmm. who I was surrounded by. And so that led to smoking weed and drinking and all that. Oh yeah. What what age was that? Um, Maybe like six. 15 16 wow. 17 I, actually i think that's probably average right yeah that's normal yeah right i was too scared really when i was uh 16 17 i maybe smoked weed when i was 18 really wow but i i never really got into like i i was never really like i don't know what it was i mean maybe i'm just like i was a pretty anxious yeah kid mhm um and I think that those things may maybe like I was too anxious to do them. Mm, so yeah, I'm like I was opposite. a late bloomer though on 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 all that stuff. Yeah, I was like I'm very anxious. I need to like smoke. Were you anxious? Oh yeah, yeah. still to this day. I'm like, and I, I yeah, I don't know. It, it's like hyper. It's not. I don't know. Yeah. It's like energy or something. Energy yeah. mixed with anxiety mixed ADD. with uh, yeah, probably mm-hmm. so. It's probably, a, to be honest, it probably is like, I'm not, I'm not an ex- expert, <laughs> but it probably is a little exactly what you think it is. Yeah. And like all my siblings have ADD, so I feel like it's, How many siblings do you have? I have a little sister, older sister, and older brother. Four? Yes. I have four in my family. Yes. Yeah. And then I have a half brother, but I'm not like close with him. I, it's interesting. Yeah. I have a half sister. Yeah, so it's interesting. But um, yeah, so I'm the middle. I we guess. have a lot in common. We sure do. Let's go. Maryland, Wisconsin. Maryland and Wisconsin. They are very similar, I swear. If you ever go, when you go there on tour, you know. What's the capital? Of Maryland? Yeah. Annapolis. Oh, I don't know. It's like a small sailing town. Okay. Is that um, where people, that's where people play the shows? Um, They play in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been there. Baltimore. Um, you probably wouldn't go unless you were on tour, to be honest. Yeah. I it's like, I always feel like it's a state people don't think of, but it's an amazing state. I love Maryland. I'm a Maryland 
person through yeah. and through. Like, I go home whenever I can. Is it I like, like farm vibe? There's huge farm areas. Uh, and then DC's there, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. So there's that side of Maryland, which is like the DC side. And then there's the kind of Baltimore side, which is like Baltimore, Eastern Shore. And then there's a lot of rural kind of areas. And really nice, really beautiful. People are really nice. You, yeah, it sounds like it's lovely. Sounds like, like Wisco. Is there winter? There's winter. There's winter. Yeah, 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 very cold yeah. in the winter. Very hot, and muggy in the summer. I also think winter people who experience winter have like an itch to be more. I don't know. More. I don't know. Creative or like. Because seasonal depression is a thing. So. Seasonal depression is a thing, and I, I, I had a little bit of that. Yeah, I have so. like all kinds of like I think um, things I worked through from childhood stuff to, and then also just like I think we grew up in a little place where we didn't actually get out much, so we didn't actually go to like the city a mm. lot. Um, so we didn't, and it was in the eighties and nineties. It wasn't like there was access to like now. It feels like the world is really connected, but it wasn't like that then. I mean, we didn't have cable, you know. So right. it's like you you're isolated a little bit. And then when we left home, we were young, we were you know teenagers, and um, then you go out into the world, and it's like a little bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. And I think. We were lucky to have music. I don't know what what I would have, what my life would even be if I didn't have music to pour yeah. all that energy into. Who who did you like grow up uh, admiring, music wise? Um. Uh. So one part was I was a big uh, hip hop fan. My heroes were like the, the 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 really simply like the guys who inspired me from a perspective of like, it looked like they were building like these businesses. I always mm-hmm. thought that was so, I was always inspired by that. I think I think money was always an issue when I was growing up, it was always an issue. And so I always dreamed of it not being an issue. And so part of me was reaching for, uh, I think through music, part of me was reaching for success in that regard. And then part of me was reaching for validation mm-hmm. i had i think i i early on had real self-esteem problems and i think um and i didn't really know know what I, that even meant i i didn't know i had a low self-esteem I just, that's the other thing about the mental health stuff is like when you're going through it you don't actually know you're going through it you just feel bad and you're it's not like you're sitting with a team of therapists right. who are telling you oh that's what this is and yeah you know what you're experiencing right now is called anxiety and yeah. that's ptsd and Oh, that's your low self-esteem yeah, kicking in. Yeah. Um, I think like that's the tricky part about about actually today. I think culturally it's not taboo anymore to just talk about. But th- then it was like weird. It was weird. You oh, were yeah. weird if you. Yeah, yeah. Even ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, it, or I mean, I know for sure. Like my older sister, she's almost thirty now, and it was definitely like not. A thing that people and and even like being gay and because she's also it it was not it was not like it is now no like it's it's very talked about now and and welcomed there's there's it's still of course there's still people who um who make life hard for everyone right there's there's there so no matter what you're still going to run into people that that but at the at at least now it feels like we've gotten to a place where anyone that could that could otherwise feel like they're not that they're not represented or they're not included um it feels like we've come a long way with everyone like for people sticking up for other people and for for people to be included and taken care of but like we still have a long way to go, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But like, we're in a place where we can see it. We could see it happening. Like yeah. we're like, yeah. People speak up now. If someone's not being, you know, if someone's, if if there's hate, it's combated. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels that way. But I don't know. Five years ago, ten years ago, it's not that long ago. No, that yeah. There wasn't the You're same. Right. Yeah. Um, 
It's it's great. It's great. I'm glad that people are, you know, talking about it. We're headed in a in in we're headed in a good direction. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, so so I think that like mental health and your emotional experience period um we all have it. We all have our version of it. And I, but I do think that there is something there and I don't even know where, where, how we got on this, but where, where I do feel like part of why I did music was that yeah was a need to be express myself Oh yeah, and work some shit out that I didn't even know I needed to work out. Cause I didn't know it was a thing. Like, it's like, I, not to say like, I knew the money was always an issue, but I didn't exactly think I was poor. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was in pain, but I didn't exactly think I had mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so learning actually about learning what is what is actually a really important part of like our own growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that's what I got to do. I actually, it didn't even. I think it was after I went through almost fifteen years of a career before I actually started working on myself and realizing like what that work actually is. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's, it's therapy, but it's other things. It's a lot of things. But, but I think that like music got me there. If I didn't have, you set out at a young age and here you are in mid stride, you know, you're still on your, you're still on your arc going up right? And you have a life ahead of you of work with music, but it's all wrapped up in the work you do on yourself as well. Cause it's all part of this, like, it is it's process. A, it's a full circle thing for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I think it's going good. <laughs> no, it's good. It's going good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely still, like you said, music helps with um with my mental my mental so just we're lucky we have it yeah it's, could you it's imagine a great tool i know i don't know where i'd be i seriously don't i don't know what i'd be doing i feel like the career is it's great but it's all wrapped up in your real life if you can't be happy in your real life how can you be happy in your career and that's the part that i think a lot of artists get lied to that that success is the answer. It's definitely that, that the success with your music is something to strive for. Mm-hmm. And then identifying like in your own, like, like I also think that defining your own success is super important. Another thing that I feel like they don't teach us, mm-hmm. we need to learn how to do that is like, what does success look and feel like versus mm-hmm. It can't just be a song doing getting streamed X number of times. No. Or a chart. No way. That's, that's so I, linear. I, that's what I used to, not all, all the way, but like I used to just be like, all I wanted, because I watched Justin Bieber's documentary when I was 10 years old, all I wanted to do and, and achieve was play Madison Square Garden. And that's like all I wanted. And now, sure, I would love to do that, but now I can proudly say that like, just like making a song like 608 and then putting it out is enough for me. To Huge like, accomplishment. Yeah, that's like a, enough for me now to just like feel like I've succeeded in some way. Just because like, I don't know, it's way more gratifying than like the surface level shit. The, the streams and the TikTok numbers and all that. Like I just. That's all just a byproduct. Like that'll come. Yeah. When you play Madison Square Garden, when you have this, when you have that. All of that is, it's still things you attain and achieve, mm-hmm. but it, but none of those one thing kind of embody the, the, the whole. For sure. It's got, it's, it's, it's so much more layered and complex than like, I always say when I see now at, at, at my age, I, I look at artists that I see that look like they're happy and it look like they're free as the ones that I admire. The ones who feel they feel fearless. It just feels like they're just doing what they want, mm-hmm. and it just you're one of them. I see it and I go, "That's refreshing." Literally putting music out, just putting music out. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like um, there's uh, 
it's there's still going to be marketing. That's what mm-hmm. all music we we all market our music. When I yeah. next time I put music out, I'm going to market it. For sure, yeah. It's all part of the process. And however at the time you market the music, you do it in general generally you do it that way, right? But like the core of like the feeling I get when I see a pro, when I see someone's um music I almost can feel like did they write that or did they try to write a song like this? Right. Yeah, I mean I see a lot. I feel like I see a lot of that, um, which sucks. So, yeah, that's why I'm just trying my best to write the real shit. You're doing it. Thanks. Do you think, do you consider yourself um, alternative, an alternative artist? What it like? See, what do is, you have a genre? Here's the thing I feel like I've been saying, like, oh, this project's alt, this project's indie but like what does that even mean i don't know anymore you know i don't know what it means so it feels like it to me but like i also don't know what that means yeah i don't really know what the true definition of either of those genres are are but um yeah i mean i think it's like it's definitely not like straight pop this next record i think um this whole album i think it's like i don't know uh yeah alty alty yeah salty alternative to something yeah yeah something um i i i think it's super cool that you um i i think it's cool you gave the justin bieber nod i don't i i feel like i feel like that's really important like where you started even though i know now you're probably into all kinds of things and like um i feel like this record too is like a little it's got like a Bon Iver vibe going and like yeah, yeah. on it. That's like in, a, in like my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. All of my favorite parts. Yeah, and you know he's from Wisconsin too. I did know that. Oh, Claire. Um, Does he still live there? I think so. I think he's still just like chilling in a cabin. That's cool. That's how I hope. That's how I imagine. That's him. what I'm trying to be. Yeah. In in a cabin. I, he he has a a festival that he does in Eau Claire. I think. Oh wow. That I would love. To play at? To play at. That's I bet like, you will. That's a dream gig. And also he should just like listen to 608. I bet he will. Because I'm pretty sure that's his area code. So It's really good. Thanks. Um, uh, I bet he will. I, I hope so. So let's make it happen. I feel like just he hears this and then he listens because it's just that's what i would do i mean yeah, it's a yeah. huge compliment yeah I huge mean, compliment yeah um so yeah this 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 next album or whatever it is feels like an album's happening yeah i think so um it's just yeah it's like a mix of all my inspirations and uh and just like not being so afraid of experimenting with like structure and like s- stuff because i feel like it, on the past projects that i've put out i've been very like way more clean and way more just, you know, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, cor- vibe. And on this album, I really tried to like, you know, just let's put an instrumental part here and like, let's let it breed a little bit more and let's like add a bunch of stacks here. And like, let's, cause I don't know, I feel like in a lot of pop sessions, people are very like, they're just thinking about like radio and they're thinking about fucking TikTok or whatever. And they want shit to be really, neat and clean and and i just don't think that's like also the visuals are super raw Mm -hmm. um but i actually feel like that shift happened and it happened whatever for whatever reason it happened it's when an artist gets the whatever it is it's like the switch where you make decisions versus early on a lot of times you're you're in the studio and you haven't been in a million studios. And so you maybe won't speak up in some places and you won't make a full decision because maybe you think for whatever reason that person has been doing it longer than you and maybe they know what's right or what's mm-hmm. best. Like it's okay. You, It's part of the development process, right? It's like you make music and for whatever reason or you just didn't know how. And then you get yeah. to that point where you know how yeah. and you make decisions and yeah. you're like, this is what I want to do here. I want to do this. Yeah. 
because I think it's cool. It doesn't matter for whatever reason. I just like this part here. I want it there and mm -hmm. I want it to live there and that's how I want it. Yep. And you're you're making the artistic decisions that maybe either A, you didn't feel like you could make or B, you didn't know how to make them, whatever. That's very, I think that's exactly what it was. I, and I'm, I'm glad that I like took the time during the pandemic to really like figure that shit out. It's and dope. also I was just bored. So yeah. what else am I gonna do? Um, so yeah. I think that'll show through all the other songs. It's great. Thanks. I'm trying. I love it. I'm stoked. Thanks I'm for stoked thanks for stoked. coming and talking. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, great. Albums Good. coming. Albums coming. Or not? Maybe something. Not sure. Something. Yeah, music's uh, coming. Yeah. Uh, more music tours videos, coming. A tour. Uh, yeah. Do you think that you'll um? end up back in Wisconsin or do you think you'll be in LA forever or does it matter? I would like to not live here my whole life. I, I appreciate LA for what it has to offer and the weather is amazing. Usually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just don't think this is where I belong. It's where your soul feels my at soul home. My soul is not here. Do you think I, it's Wisconsin? It could be. I'm also very in, into the Colorado vibe. Oh, cool. Mountains. Like the mountains and stuff. And I'm also into, I like the colder. I like Seattle and Portland. Like, yeah. I would love to just be in the rain and, you know, be it's in It's cool up there. Yeah. yeah. So. Nature. I, nature. Like, I need more greenery. I need to see the stars. I mean, the truth is, is you yeah. can always come to LA. It's all, it's, yeah, it's here. It's all, yeah, like, yeah. I've, I, I, I felt the same way. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be here forever. And then somehow I'm still here. Mm -hmm. But I also don't feel stuck. So yeah. like, I'm lucky. That's good. When we want to leave, we leave. I, we can go to the East Coast and we can, we'll, if we do a month, and we've done this, we do a month in Maryland or we do a few weeks in New York, then I come back here and I feel. Yeah, that's good. Totally refreshed. Yeah. So yeah, there's always the option to come back but um it's always here but yeah uh my home is somewhere in the woods yeah yeah i think so that's the plan i see it uh okay cool thank Sweet. you thank you great great talk good stuff good stuff see you at the show oh yeah let's go baby wow.